0: crappy unfiltered and sometimes unhinged football content hard to explain but you know it when you see it doing it daily our way i don't know what you're talking about right now redraft and dynasty fantasy football we got you covered you know their defenses ranked like 31st in the nfl nfl draft prospects and rookies now you know you in the right place for that absolutely all right then stop saying it Then we're done. And pride bets with my man, Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense. And you sound silly as hell. Good 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 morning. 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 Good people. Baby football is back it is thursday september the 8th 2022 y'all decide to wake y'all asses up ray g and for that we appreciate you being here shout out to prize picks our partners migos in the building family ties it's fucking football baby y'all ought to be pumped up i'm ready i'm ready j rich Damn, who's in the building? We're going to let Migos run for a minute. Who we got? I see my girl Joe in the building, Marlon, James, Ty, Jeff, Five Star, Pete, Mike A, Roberto in the building, Scotty, Fizzle Dollars. What's going on, baby? Football is back. JP, what's up? Cold World, what's up? What is up? Damn it. I just want to keep saying what's up. Football is back, baby. Y'all have rocked with us. All off-season, I mean, we're fishing for content, right? We're coming at you three, four, five days a week, trying to find shit to talk about. It's over. Like, we will... There, There, there is no more fishing for content. We got shit to talk about every day we're live on the show. I just want to say, as we walk into uh, this 2022 NFL season, man, we appreciate y'all, for real. Every view, every like, every comment, every super chat, every one of y'all that gets pissed off at me, um, I love you sincerely. Thank you for rocking with us. And we plan to have a hell of a football season, NFL, college, all of that good stuff coming at you live. And we got a lot of good stuff that's coming to the channel. Um, I think we might have some start sit stuff coming on on Sunday from some of the 40 guys. We got Injury Podcasts, New Podcasts, Eric Vanek and Scott Connor. We got, I got some other things cooking with some new creators that'll be giving y'all fantasy content throughout the season. I don't want to announce all of that yet, but we got some really good people rocking with Destination Devi. So we're going to be bringing y'all all all types of stuff. Make sure y'all tap into Jay Rich. There's a Thursday night props video that's already up for the betting family out there. We got you covered, baby. Football is here. Jay Rich, what's up, man? Oh, Oh, boy. Oh, we, we can't hear you. I can't hear him. We can't hear you. You're on mute. You're
1: on mute. Oh. oh, it's 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 because it's because you had me in the green room. You didn't even bring me in yet. But I am excited. I have the hard hat on because it's time to get to work. Mm. It's time to get to work, Ray. And for people who don't understand, man, like like you said, um, the off season is tough for everybody. Creating content, doing all kinds of things. But now the season is here. Y'all have not seen us for a for an in season stuff. Everything you see in the intro, that is in season content so Mm. everything that you love in the intro all the funny moments all of that will come in season and i'm so damn excited man i'm so excited for what could happen because i don't know and it's it's all 100 natural we don't plan any of it and it just it's amazing and i'm so excited to do it with you guys this season man it's gonna be good what what y'all
0: gotta do we're gonna do it at the end of the show so if you're sitting at the crib if you're driving stop at the grocery store stop at the gas station go to your fridge get you a drink we're gonna crack. We're gonna do a topo toast. Jay, you got your topo? We're gonna do a topo toast at the end of the show. We're gonna crack a we're gonna crack a drink. We're all gonna cheers to a great season. And then we're gonna get out of here and then we'll be back tomorrow to do it all again. And we won't do any more topo toasts uh after today. But Jay, it's good to see you. But yes, uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh Thursday night football uh tonight. We got the Bills and the Rams kicking off. Um, and I kind of alluded to it um at the beginning, right? I kind of alluded to it. Uh, at the beginning, but we do have uh, prop videos. Jay Rich has dropped this to Thursday Night Football Best Bets. Look on the channel. And, and what I tell people, sometimes, e- even if you're not a bettor, you can learn a lot from just kind of following the money and watching the lines, look at the movement, especially player props. If you're in between, man, should I start Isaiah McKenzie or should I start Devontae Smith or whatever the case may be? It's, it's interesting to look at where the betters have the money placed on those player props going over or under. So just kind of pay attention, right? Looking at implied uh, game totals, team totals, things of that nature. Like the the smarter you are and the more you kind of just know about what Vegas, because trust me, Vegas is not in the business of losing money. The more you know about what the hell they're doing and where they're placing their money at, maybe we can make some better decisions for our lineups. And we'll be talking about some of our starts and sits uh, tomorrow and Friday show. Uh, but Jay, is there anything that we need to talk about uh, news-wise? I, I, there's a little bit of stuff. I don't know if it's straight facts worthy, but we got some shit that we got to talk about, man. There's a uh, Lamar out there causing a stink. Tom yeah. Brady looking for uh, spark up some 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 hype because he's being disrespected. I don't know how the goat in his offensive line is being disrespected, but Tom Brady uh, Tom Brady got they gets to take on my Dallas Cowboys this weekend. Patrick Mahomes out here talking about. Uh, For fantasy owners, I'm
1: apologize to you right now. There is no number one. Jay, what's going on in the news, man? I mean, it's just a lot of. I I think for me, the biggest thing is injury news, right? Like Juju back at practice, Christian Watson back at practice. You know, um, what is it? Chris Godwin as well back at practice in full. Not necessarily going to be ready, but I think the biggest news, and you, you know, you alluded to Lamar Jackson, was I don't know if you saw Lamar Jackson's press conference when he talked about J.K. Dobbins. And he said, and I don't remember the exact quote, but he said on the realm of he should be back in a few weeks. He didn't say he's going to be back this week. He said, you know, JK should be ready to go in a couple of weeks, which was not the timeline we've been kind of led to believe for the past month or so. JK is out here saying, I'm ready. He's, you know, arguing with Ian Rappaport on Twitter and people are starting to get optimistic that he will be ready for week one, and even if he's limited it gave me a little bit of doubt as to whether or not he's actually going to be ready to play versus a guy like James Robinson, who yesterday, Doug Peterson came out and said he's ready to go and he's full go. Travis Etienne talking about how he's looking great in practice. So I think for you, Ray, like where are you at with JK right now? I know we weren't projecting him to get a heavy workload early, but it almost seems like he may not even be ready to start the season. He may not even be active in the first game.
0: Listen, I've been called this JK Dobbins hater. I'm done. What are we doing? Like, This is year three of a running back that we had high hopes for, man. We all thought J.K. Dobbins was what we were anticipating him to be, like, the absolute truth in the NFL. Jay, two years ago, two years ago, I put out a video. Me in the middle, Lamar on my left, J.K. Dobbins on my right. And I said, this is the dynamic duo that you want in fantasy. Not Clyde and Patrick Mahomes. Not Jonathan Taylor, wrong, you definitely wanted Jonathan Taylor, but I'm like, J.K. Dobbins, with Lamar Jackson, this offensive line, it's a perfect skill set mesh, right? And we haven't seen it. He played well his rookie year, he missed all of his second year with a torn ACL, and because of that torn ACL, he's still not ready to go, still not ready to go. I was sell J.K. Dobbins months ago, but everybody yeah. there's no way I'm selling for a first. Nope. J.K. Dobbins is so good. I'm gonna bet on the town. Ta- I'm done. I'm done. If you still have Dobbins, deal with it. I mean, I don't, I don't, there's nothing you can do at this point. Um, I mean, what are, what are the, what are the what are you hoping to get out of him, right? Because we already know the Baltimore Ravens target the running back the fewest, the least amount of times. In the NFL, and over the last three years, it's by a wide margin. It's like Baltimore, tear gap, everybody else in the NFL. They don't get targets in the receiving game. Lamar Jackson is one of the primary ball carriers. What upside are you looking for with J.K. Dobbins? Do you actually think he's going to be a top five running back, top eight, top ten? You better yeah. be praying. You better have your eyes, toes, fingers, arms, legs crossed that he's an efficiency god. Because if he's not, you're looking at a, a, a an RB two. Like get out, get the reroll in 2023. Sean Tucker, Bijan Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, uh, the the Zach Evans. I mean, come on, man. Like, what are we? What are we doing? What are you trying to? Tr- the press. The profile was fantastic three years ago. Yep. It was great. Three years ago, and now the knee is. Jk can be upset with everybody on Twitter. I'm not limping. I'm ready to go. He talked all that shit to everybody on Twitter, and a month later, his ass still ain't out there doing anything, right? And it's not an indictment or attack on him, but in fantasy, like we, like we, you don't have time to play those games with a running back coming off of a knee injury. I don't want him. I'm not drafting it. I'm seeing people draft him early in redraft. I don't want him. Yeah. I don't want him in redraft. I don't want him in dynasty. I'm out, man. And I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he comes back and absolutely crushes. But come
1: on, man. What are we doing? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing here is that, you know, people have been kind of hyping him up. And I saw in the chat, people there was reference to our boy Trophy Chase. Um, who's been very pro Dobbins, right? Holden Dobbins. We've been in in some disputes with him in our Heisman chat about JK Dobbins. And I think the reality is, is that you just can't necessarily count on him. And I think, you know, when we started talking more with Scott in the discord, uh, Scott Connor of Dynasty and Chill, he's the one who really put it to my head to think about the long-term value as when these guys get hurt majorly for the first time, it's so rare that value ever comes back, even for a back as talented as Saquon Barkley, even for a back as talented as Christian McCaffrey, that peak value doesn't come back. And so you can hold and you can hope and you can pray. And really, you're hoping and praying just for the production because that actual trade value may never come back to fruition. So I think it'll be interesting because, you know, we're looking now at Mike Davis. We know Gus Edwards is already on the pup. So it'll be a heavy dose now, of King Lamar Drake Jackson they in the first in couple yeah, Bobby Kenan King Drake, and Drake. And what what can his role be in this offense? Basically, he's been there for what a week and a half because he got cut on the Raiders a couple right. weeks ago. So it should be a heavy dose of Mike Davis in Week One. So if you got him, Ray, I think you almost got to start him. If you have who Mike Davis, yeah. If you have to start Mike
0: Davis, I, I am disappointed in your roster construction <laughs> t- management skills. If if you have to roll out Mike Davis Week One, like DM me. Let's let's talk, man. I- I'll hook you up with a. A membership, so we can get you to learn a little more. If you have to start him week one, prayers to. There are to worse the options.
1: There's worse. Op- okay, Mike Davis or Cam know, Akers man. week
0: one. I, give me a. I, I, I still take. I, I will still take Cam Akers if it, okay. I. If you have to, if understand, man, like you had all off season to get ready for week one, and if you have to start Mike Davis, if that's if that's your best option, I just
1: good God. I mean, who there's, there's people Whoa. out there, man. Maybe you need it for a flex, not necessarily RB2, but maybe a flex, you know, just, if you have to start starter. Mike Davis, start
0: trading for 23 first because you're going to be picking oh, early. Boy. Like that's just what it's going to be, but let's stick with Baltimore. <laughs> let's stick with Baltimore. Yeah. Cause Lamar, Lamar gave deadline, gave him an ultimatum. Did he say yeah. like, like what's the, so what happens if they don't get this deal done by uh, tomorrow?
1: you pray- I think. I think that the Baltimore Ravens are praying he's not Aaron Judge is what's going to happen, right? What do you mean? Talk, um, talk,
0: talk, talk to us. What do you mean? Tell me. Can we talk you about well, Aaron Judge and well, his and no, his situation? Well, so Lamar Jackson, everybody who who may have missed it, gave the he said you guys got to lock me up by Friday, like a uh, contract extension. It needs to be done by Friday. Lamar's acting as his own agent with his mom. Uh, so they gave the Baltimore Ravens organization, you know, a deadline, or else we're not yep. going to talk about this. I'm ass- I'm assuming he's going to just play and be like, "Cool, uh, I'll play this season. I'm not going to play next. W- what's going on, man? Why does Baltimore not want to get this deal done? Is Lamar hurting himself by not having a proper agent? And what does this ultimatum mean? Like, do you think a deal gets done by tomorrow?
1: Hey, that seems no. no. No, I don't think a deal is getting no. done at this point. And. Again, we've talked about this a lot, um, especially beyond just this offseason about how it just hasn't really seemed like they've been willing to commit to Lamar. Why that is, we're not sure. Maybe it's the missed games, maybe it's the time, maybe it's the fact that he's a running quarterback, and within the organization, they're split as to whether or not he deserves it. You know, there was a lot of reports and a lot of speculation around Kyler Murray's contract extension and whether or not the Cardinals wanted to give that to him. Ultimately, they obviously did. And then, you know, the big contention point for Lamar Jackson's contract has been the guaranteed dollars, right? Obviously, Deshaun Watson got 230 million guaranteed. By far the most in the NFL. The standard rate right now is somewhere in the 165, 170 probably for Lamar Jackson, maybe a little bit higher, 180, 190, if he wants to kind of be, take that next step. Obviously, he is an MVP, but beyond that, you know, he's just a very talented, successful quarterback. So it's interesting because he wants a fully guaranteed contract. He probably wants at least 200 million guaranteed. So that's where I think there could be some contention. And obviously when you're arguing or not arguing, when you're debating these types of things in a contract negotiation with an agent, it's one thing when you're saying that to the player's face, it feels personal. And so it's, can he separate the business from the personal aspect of it as a, as an individual, that would be very difficult to do. And so I just, I don't think it gets done unless for some reason they throw a Hail Mary at him and he's playing, he's playing for his new contract. Right. And we'll see what happens with Lamar Jackson. But for me, man, I think it's just, At this point, if it's not done, it's probably not going to be done. You know, you see it sometimes. I think Patrick Mahomes' contract was done right before the season started. But at this point, I don't think I don't think we really see a world where it gets done unless it's, you know, they're willing to come up to that number that he wants. And I'm not sure what that number looks like for Lamar Jackson, but I have to imagine it's probably at least two forty, two fifty. But then there's also the guaranteed dollars and what that looks like as well. Two forty or two fifty, like you're saying two forty guaranteed i don't th- i don't think he can get that much guaranteed but i think he wants to be above what you know ab- above kind of what watson got paid potentially because he probably believes he's worth that right and i could see that him w- thinking he's worth 235 240 but maybe only 200 guaranteed or 190 guaranteed right so he's still above russ got both those what did russ get 175 guaranteed 165 165 yeah.
0: guaranteed. yeah lamar should get more yeah. than that um I see a lot of people saying if the Ravens don't pay him now, somebody will pay him next year. I think they can franchise him. Like, they could franchise tag him. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. It it, it feels like this is going to get messy, man. Like, it feels like it's going to get sort of messy because is Lamar going to play under – now, if they franchise tag him, it's like what happened with Dak Prescott, right? Like, the Cowboys were on the hook for hella money, man. Like, I think Baltimore would be on the hook for like 50 M's. For Lamar Jackson, one year, probably like 45 and then 45, $47 million for a year, which good year payday, but you want the long term security. Lamar, I don't think he would play on it.
1: I don't I don't know if he would play on the tag, man. Like he's I don't think you would. Right. But you think if you're the Ravens and you're just thinking about the actual financial aspect of it, if you really don't want to pay him and he's willing to play on the franchise tag, you give him that what 100 110 million ga- like money over the 2 years in the franchise tag versus giving him that 180 million dollars or 200 yep. million dollars that he wants it, from a financial aspect if he's willing to play under the tag it may be worth it if they don't want to re-sign him but obviously like you said he does want that guaranteed security over the long term
0: why do you think because i see a lot of people man talking about reasons why they haven't paid him and always oh, you know not that good of a passer he's one and four in the playoffs, man. And we were talking about it yesterday in our Discord, man. The Ravens have been awful with player personnel management since Ozzie Newsome. You know what I mean? You look at their drafts over the last four or five years, and it's just bust city all the way down the board. You yeah. look at like from like I'm just thinking off the top of my head over the last five years, their best two draft picks are two of the best players in the NFL at their position. Mark Andrews. Third round pick, they spent the damn first round pick on a tight end in the same draft, Hayden Hurst, who's not even there, and Lamar Jackson, man. You know, the Rashad Bateman, r- that remains to be seen. Hollywood Brown was, Hollywood he was, picked, good. was good. but he's not there anymore. But yeah. outside of that, man, you know, a lot of people point to Lamar's uh, rookie season. Well, look what San Diego did to him. That was a Joe Flacco offense. The dude came in and took over for him. It was literally just running around, right? Josh Allen was awful for two years in the NFL. He worked his ass off. They built an offense around him. They got him a proper weapon on the outside. And that and then one season, you know what I'm saying? He, he balls out that that 2020 season balls out last year, he gets a mega deal, right? W- Lamar's one oh, NFL yeah. MVP. He's he's got 81 touchdowns to like 30 interceptions. He's rushed for fucking 5,000 rushing yards in his career. Why is he not why are people why are why are the Ravens? Let's not say teams. Why are the Ravens so reluctant to give the most dynamic quarterback the NFL game has ever seen in his prime a deal,
1: man? I think it's very simple. You look at the quarterbacks that make championship games and that make Super Bowls, Lamar Jackson doesn't look like one of those quarterbacks right now, right? You see it's Josh Allen, it's Mahomes, it's Burrow. It's, it's, not, they it's not Josh over, Allen. It's Tom Josh Brady. Allen has I'm cha- just, he hasn't championship. I'm saying championship games. I'm saying championship game, but I'm saying these he are the types of quarterbacks that are, are making anything. it there. He hasn't I know, but I'm saying these are the guys who've been getting there, right? The has gotten there. You
0: know? Josh Allen has not gotten there. Justin yeah, Herbert me one has not example. gotten there. But No, they haven't,
1: man. I'm saying, Stop but it. these are guys You're, that you no, project no, no. to get there.
0: Jay, we can't You're, perpetuate this stigma that all these guys are fucking winners, man. That's not sa- I'm case. not saying they're
1: winners. I'm saying these are the guys that the NFL sees getting to these games. You're right. Josh Allen hasn't been there. Justin Herbert hasn't been there. But other very talented passers have been to these games. And and that's if you're if you're an NFL franchise, you're saying okay, Josh Allen can be the next Patrick Mahomes. He can be the next not next Tom Brady as far as championships, but again, talent wise, going to Super Bowls, that's what these teams are looking for. And Lamar Jackson doesn't fit that mold. Does that mean he can't do it? No. But if you're an NFL organization and you're saying, does, can he be that guy that takes us to the the promised land like we've seen from other guys? it's difficult to say that he's that guy. Not to say he's not talented enough, but he's not what you see doing it year in and year out. And that I, I could see being a bit of the hesitancy, hesitancy along with the injury factor. And it doesn't seem like he's healthy every single year. Yes, the MVP season was phenomenal. That was over two years ago now, right? And that's the biggest problem. So, so again, there's a lot me, of things to go into Like there.
0: Patrick said, you're telling me Jimmy G and Nick Foles, like that, that, that you'd rather those guys over a Lamar Jackson because they made it to the championship game? You want to never DVD? said that. There's right, there's outliers of course. That's the argument that people are using, Jay, and I'm like, we can't do that, man. You you look he was literally throwing to the corpse of Des Bryant, Willie Sneed, Miles Boykin, and they're saying go you got to go get it done. Go get it done for us, Lamar, with these with these mis, misfit toys. Go
1: make it happen, man. Like come on. Okay, it's, but in the same why? breath, if you're if you're the Ravens, right, and that is that's still their team. Their team isn't any better. Maybe it's a little bit better, but it's not much better than it was before. If you don't even think you really have a shot to win in the AFC because you have to go against the Chargers and the Chiefs and the and the fucking Steelers and the, yeah, and the yeah. Bengals, like if you don't believe you can even win, why are you paying a quarterback $250 million? That's that I think that I think that like that plays into it too. You can say you can definitely say the personnel hasn't been there, and that's a hundred percent fair. But if you don't believe you can even win in your conference, which maybe the Ravens don't believe they can win in their conference right now, maybe you don't think their team is ready, are you going to pay your quarterback that much money? I think, I think it is a factor for sure. Okay. Well,
0: uh, if you have to start Mike Davis again, going full circle, prayers. I, I, I hope you all are not rolling into week one having to start uh, Mike freaking Davis or Kenyon Drake what else? What other uh,
1: news items were out there, Jay?
0: There were a couple things. Chris so Godwin. One of the,
1: yeah, Chris Godwin is looking good, but I do I do want to touch on Antonio Gibson because yeah, you yeah, saw yeah, that I'll Ron Rivera, Gibson, right? Ron Rivera came out and said that he's willing, apparently, to give Antonio Gibson the ball, and he has trust in Antonio Gibson. Yeah. And we're kind of like, what? I, did 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 we hear that right, Ron? Do you have you have trust in your? Oh, really? So it's funny because you know obviously we've been bashing Gibson all off season. But if he comes out week one is the starter, which he obviously will be and looks really good. Is he going to be the Antonio Gibson of old? Or when Brian Robinson comes back, is Brian Robinson going to take work from Antonio Gibson? Because I think there's a world where he does keep that job. If he does look really good, but if he comes out again and he fumbles, you know, in the first game or two, He's he's in big trouble, but it's good to see that Ron Rivera is at least giving him some confidence heading into the regular season. I mean, does he
0: really have a choice?
1: Not really, not
0: really. really Have a choice? It's like you know, if you're married to your spouse, like you have to say you love him, you have to say you like him because you're married to him, right? Like you have no, you kind of like you signed up for it. You you signed a it's a legal contract that you sign. There's no other option, right? Who else is it? Who's what's he gonna say? We're gonna give J D. McKissick the ball. Every time, like we're gonna just give it to JD McKissick. Antonio Gibson's gonna get the ball. Antonio Gibson, I'd much rather play him than Mike Davis. I see people saying that's a good play. Uh no, I'm not starting Mike Davis week one. I don't give a shit if they're going up against the Jets or whomever. I'm not playing Mike Davis this week. Antonio Gibson, yes, I want to play him. Like he's a good play. He's gonna be the guy for at least four or five weeks. And to be honest, we don't know where Brian Robinson's comfortability at yeah, no is. No like, idea. Yeah, you know, we don't know. Like I would assume it's sore. You get you get a helmet to the thigh or the knee, it probably doesn't feel good. So, you know, wheels up for Antonio Gibson for as long as he has that role. And it's a great opportunity for him to say, damn it, I'm the guy, right? And even when Brian comes back, what Gibson can do is make sure that the commanders don't have to rush Brian Robinson back on the field. Because yeah. that that's sort of the outcome that I'm hoping for. That Gibson goes out here, plays really good ball, and you know, it's it's funny because the day it, it, well, the incident is not funny, but the day that that happened, I saw a couple of uh headlines Jay that said Antonio Gibson to be used more in that compliment, like that third down pass catching role and yeah. me personally uh I was like, yeah, that's good. I would much rather Antonio Gibson do that, right? Like like I don't care I don't care if he doesn't get some of the grinder's uh, four yard carries, you know, yeah. banging between the A gap. I don't really care about that. If he's out there and he's going to get his, you know, 8 to 10 carries or 6 to 8 carries and let Brian Robinson handle all that, but he's on the field in hurry up offenses and two minute two minute drills and in the in the pass catching role, sign me up. Like I'd rather that version of Antonio Gibson than just turn around and hand it to him a bunch and slam him up the middle. So Uh, I'm excited for him. He's got four weeks to sort of audition and say, like, I'm the guy.
1: No, for sure. And I think uh, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, slamming it up the A-gap because that was what uh, Travis Etienne said about James Robinson with him coming back. He's like, oh, he's like, James, you can take all those inside zones now. (laughs) Exactly. And I can handle all the other stuff, right? But it's... I think to your point and, and where <laughs> I think it makes sense for Brian Robinson is like, he can come back and just be the spell back for Antonio Gibson coming back. And I, and I'm curious to see how his conditioning is as well. Right. Cause you know, he'll be off the field for probably two weeks or so, at least I'd have to imagine maybe longer than that. So to kind of see where he's at with running and, and walking and all that stuff and kind of how he looks. Obviously people who are listening, we didn't even mention it. He got off crutches, I believe yesterday, yeah, which is a good him. sign for his recovery, but we don't know where that means for his actual development and where he's at with um coming back to football so yeah. we'll see but yeah definitely interesting for Gibson I think you know to your point he could definitely smash early in the season I don't know about the, the receptions because Wentz doesn't really throw to the running backs that much that's why Naeem Hines was kind of nothing last year but we'll see what happens with McKissick and Gibson in the receiving game for sure with he's Wentz. got
0: the Jaguars week one that should be good for Antonio Gibson playing against Jacksonville I meant you could talk about how improved they are but he's got Jacksonville <laughs> week one Detroit week 2 you know i, I don't know that should be Detroit, fine uh, yeah that detroit's defense uh, all right uh philly in week 3 probably not good right that's probably a tough matchup for him. and then the cowboys week 4 which cupcake uh you never know man we'll see you, you, we'll you see. never i <laughs> i i am i am not going to put on any cowboys helmets this year i've retired the cowboy element. So he's got. It seems like he's got a couple of good matchups early on. So excited about him. We touched on him for a second. Uh, Chris Godwin practicing in full. I guess if he's active, you got to throw him out there, right? Like no,
1: come on, man. I don't think you can. No, yeah. no way. Because I, I don't know what his what his routes are going to look like, right? Yeah. Um. You know, he was talking about it, and it sounds like he's hoping to be ready for mid season or so, but he's really leaning on the doctors and he wants to kind of wait until he's closer to hundred percent before he obviously goes out there. And, and while he will be acclimated and brought into the offense slowly, I don't know if I necessarily want him to be in my lineup the first week he's available, right? The same way I don't necessarily want JK Dobbins to be in my lineup the first week he's available. Even if he is active, I just, you know, what's the, are you really expecting much? If he doesn't score, you're probably disappointed with his performance because he's not going to get his full allotment of routes overall.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't start him either, but I just had to. That's what people tell me. You have to start your studs. James Robinson, start your yes. studs. James Robinson back. The Achilles seems to be fine. They say no limitations. Travis Etienne is still the starter. Yo, in our model, man, shout out to Spire. We partnered with my Spire for our betting stuff this year. They've got Travis Etienne projected to have the most rushing yards in week one. I think he's got him got projected real what? high. Yeah, man. I'm just looking Head at of
1: Jonathan them. Taylor?
0: The most rushing yards in week one. That that would mean he's ahead of everybody if he's at the most. Um so just just throwing that out there, man. ETN might be a damn good play. Who does Jacksonville have this week? Didn't we just look at that? Who do didn't you just say
1: Washington? Didn't you just say Washington? That's not, no a great, not a great matchup.
0: With no Chase Young? Yeah, that is a good matchup. I'll take that. ETN versus the Commanders. Yeah. Not I'm not And then
1: stupid. so all uh, right, the game other game piece game. of news, the other re- piece of news is George Kittle, right? He's, you know, big tight end, uh groin injury, didn't practice yesterday. So, status for Sunday probably not good and they play the Bears. So, again, do they need George Kittle to beat the Bears? Hopefully not. So, he may not be active for Sunday. So, people who what? do have George Kittle may have to make other arrangements. Yeah, man, he's got a I groin injury. Active? I mean, if you had a groin injury on Monday, would you think you'd be playing on Sunday? I don't know. When is Kittle you know, he's, not on the injury report, though? Just being around. That's a big factor, right? That is that is a big factor. He's day-to-day, right? But apparently it did not feel good was the was the quote. And, you know, again, they're playing the Bears. So like, it, If you're the 49ers, you're trying to get to a championship, are you going to play your star tight end against the Bears when he's su- suffering from a groin injury? Maybe right? But I don't think they necessarily need him to win this game. So for me, I would hold him out. And then uh, Juju as well, practiced in full. So I'm happy to see good. that because that game against the card against the Cardinals is going to be a good one. Mahomes should be, should good, be good for four touchdowns in on that one. Should be a good one. All right. Uh,
0: Jay, you want to go to some college football? Is that all the news? I think that's about all the uh, major news. A lot Joe of the big F- stuff. Joe Flacco is going to be starting for four weeks at minimum. Um, yeah. We learned yeah, that Stafford, this, this is a good segue into the Rams Bills. Because it came out that Stafford uh, um, had off-season, an off-season elbow procedure. Like, what I heard is the elbow was, like, sore, right? They were just saying, like, he's got some tendinitis in there. But I didn't know that he had a damn – some surgery on his cleanup elbow. Up surgery, right? yeah. cleanup surgery. Uh, any cause for concern? Any, you know, like, with – I know you were talking about you believe that the Rams are probably going to run the ball a lot more than people think tonight. Um, yeah. Is there any reason to be concerned about Matthew Stafford and what he could do uh, for the Rams this evening? Like, you know, is are you a little hesitant or is it just like I'm filing that in the memory bank and I'm still going to rock with him?
1: So for this evening, um, that case was more so a play style game script type of argument, not so much a Matthew Stafford health argument. Those two weren't Really tied together. Um, but I did see, I don't know if you saw the report today that yes, he had the surgery, but apparently he feels better n- like at this point now than he did last season, which mm. was really surprising because obviously he was really good last season. And he was coming out firing. So if he's feeling better already, then I have to be pretty confident to start him this week and start him today. But yeah, for the long term, we'll see if they kind of manage him. I do think they have two pretty talented backs in that backfield and Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. And while Henderson is banged up quite a bit and Cam Akers is not quite all the way back allegedly... We'll see, but I think that between the two, they can definitely handle a pretty heavy carry load, and they can run the ball instead of being in all these passing sets like they were last season when they were stuck with Sony Michelle and Daryl Henderson. Now they have two really talented backs, and I think they can do a lot in the running game, but I still think Stafford will still pass a lot, so I do project that, but you know, there are some small concerns as, as far as management goes. Because of the elbow, they won't need to air it out as much, and I don't think they will if they don't have to.
0: Yeah, five-star Pete, Daryl Henderson going to go off on my bench tonight. That's what... uh. That's what Pete is talking about. Jay, give us some plays, man, tonight. Who are you – what are you expecting to happen? I know a lot of people, the Isaiah McKenzie versus Jameson Crowder debate is still out there. We're still dealing with is the – it a debate? That, well, it's still a debate. Some people still don't think Isaiah McKenzie is going to be the guy. James Cook, do we roll with James Cook or not? Cam Nakers, Daryl Henderson. Like, it, it seems like there are all these mini battles inside of the big battle because – you already know we're rolling out Josh Allen. We're rolling out Matthew Stafford. Cooper Cup is an auto start. Allen Robinson is an auto start. Uh, from the Bills side, Stefan Diggs. You're starting him. If you Dawson Knox got a new deal, you're starting Dawson yep. Knox. You're throwing Gabe Davis out there. You're starting Gabe Davis. Bro, no, where you nasty. drafted
1: him, you better be, right? You're starting Big <laughs> Nasty
0: tonight. You're starting Big Nasty. What are some of the smaller individual matchups for this game that we should be t- we'll be checking out. And I think Henderson is one. I know I took his over 27.5 rushing yards on prize picks, so um, feeling good about that. But talk
1: to us about this game tonight, man. Yeah. To your point for uh, the Rams side, I think that we will see more of the running game. So this is kind of from the video. If you d- don't plan on going to watch it was they actually ran the ball nah, over 30 times that, against watch. the Bills two years ago. <laughs> and so there was a you know high scoring game. It was over 300 yards for Jared Goff and for Josh Allen. So we'll see what happens this time. But The biggest takeaway here is that I think the Rams, based off the game script and how they project to play, will run the ball more than people are expecting. And with that, that will mean more for Cam Akers and, more importantly, for Daryl Henderson, right? You know, Cam Akers is projected to be the guy, but in my opinion, it will be more of a 50-50 split, and that's why I believe that Daryl Henderson is a great bet for some overs. And then on the other side, it's you're targeting the slot, and I think you're looking at Dawson Knox. So in that last game, they played... Three touchdowns were thrown by Josh Allen, two tight ends. So obviously, Dawson Knox is very much in play there. And Cole Beasley had six receptions for 100 yards in that matchup. He was the highest. He had the most receiving yards on the Bills in that game. And he didn't catch a touchdown. But again, Isaiah McKenzie, Jamison Crowder, one of them is going to eat. In my opinion, it is Isaiah McKenzie. Take the over on all of his yards. I would definitely be starting him in this matchup. I think he has lots of boom potential. You know, there's concerns about the health. He practiced full on Monday. He's back. I think he's ready to go. And I would definitely be starting him in this matchup against the Rams.
0: Man, it's crazy because a lot – you know, we drafted Cam Akers high, man, and I'm just looking at the money, and I'm looking at where they have his uh, rushing yard line at. And I'll tell you right now, if he can't get over this – 44, right? 44 and a half rushing yards for Cam Akers, man. Like, and the juice right now is to the under. It's to the under. People are saying, ah, 44 and a half yards.
1: No, thank you. I'm betting the under. Yeah and that's not that's not a lot right if you're if you're supposed to be the guy right if you're supposed to be the guy on the rams offense you should have at least a 55 60 yard projection i get it's the bills but the bills are not some super formidable run defense either they've had their moments where they've been bad in the run in the run game so you know i, I think it will be both guys i think we'll we'll get a lot of work but I don't necessarily think it's going to be a runaway Cam Akers. So that's why, like, Ray, I think you can make the question: like, are you really starting Cam Akers in this matchup in your fantasy leagues? Are you starting your studs? Is he is he in that category? Because Man. he's not all the way back. We have not heard any reports indicating that he is ready to go for this matchup. Everything we've seen has been well maybe we hope we'll see we'll see how he looks versus Henderson who is back and is ready to go in this matchup so where are you at with Cam Akers what are you doing with them I got him in I got him in Scott Fishbowl I have have Kittle too which is not great for me but what are you doing with Cam Akers in this matchup tonight
0: man you gotta play him bro like you got you (laughs) gotta play him you gotta play him you gotta play him you gotta play him like I People are telling me Mike Davis is a good play. You want to play Mike Davis or Cam Akers? So here's Ray, I I don't, I don't, you got this damn hat on. Don't do it,
1: man. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't say, but you see, Ray, the thing, the thing about the hat, the best thing about the hat, it's got the protection. So everyone who's be throwing bricks at me, throwing, are you about to say you dodge Mike Davis over Cam Akers? Look. I'm not saying you should, but again, if you have maybe a guy who is a flex option, you know, a fringe RB2, RB3, I don't think it's crazy to say I'm going to take him over Cam Akers. I think there's a real world where Cam Akers is an RB3 or much worse today. And we, and like I said, we still don't know if he is fully healthy and ready to go. Why, and maybe we're going to find why, that out why, tonight. Why
0: do, why, I'm just asking, why do we keep saying this? Because there was, a,
1: there was a report last week that he's not running at practice, but Daryl Henderson is the one who's running at practice. So again, it's it's just it's not a case of whether we like Cam Akers over the long term. It's that is he ready this week?
0: And I don't. So think, So do would know you if he start is. Mike Davis over Cam Akers? Would you do that? Are you about to say that
1: right now? I would start Mike Davis over Cam Akers if he is the starter and J.K. Dobbins is out. Mike Davis over Cam Akers
0: man I'm starting Cam Akers, man this, this guys this guys is is out of line already uh I, listen I'm starting Cam Akers. that's that's the answer to the question like it it does seem like it's going to be a a difficult matchup but I'm 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 damn not sure not starting Mike Davis over him you just got to rock with him like you drafted him if if you drafted him and you're like I'm fading him if if you fade him today I'm just like then why even pick him in the first place? Try to trade him today. Like I, you just you're starting Mike Davis, man. What's what's next, Jay? We'll see when we bring you back on the screen. What else from this game? Isaiah McKenzie, uh, Mike Davis over Cam Akers. You're
1: rolling with um, with dust He's uh, looking really good. Yeah, he's a good matchup today. Dawson Knox. Looks like he has a really Knox. good matchup today. Yeah. Yeah. He's, especially in the red zone, um, he, he looks like he could definitely be a smash play today. Um, outside of that, you know, it's just, this game is a lot of studs, right? You're, you're playing Josh Allen. You're playing Matt Stafford. You're playing Gabe Davis because of where you drafted him. You're playing Diggs. You're playing Cup, You're playing A-Rob. Um, you know, we talked about uh, our boy, Jill, Jill Gallant, um, for Action Network. Yeah. Yeah. He talked about the anytime touchdown for... Um, for Allen Robinson, Robinson, 155. Uh, we both love that number. And again, it goes back to OBJ's usage in the red zone last season when they brought him in on the Rams. I think they'll do similar things with Allen Robinson. So I like his odds for that today. Um, outside of that, it's just, it's a lot of studs, right? So there's not a whole lot to see here. Um I think that Josh Allen will run a lot. I know you really like Josh Allen's rushing I prop. I do. Um, I believe it's what, 36 and a half? Was 36 last time and a half
0: rushing yards. Well, the books yeah. have it. It got bumped up. It's 37 and a half rushing yards with juice to the over right now. Um, Josh Allen's yeah. almost 70% hit rate when the line was at 37 and a half. He hit that number 68% of the time last season. So really like his rushing yard prop at 36, 37 and a half. Like it quite a bit, man. And Daryl Henderson is already at 30 and a half. I got him at 27 and a half rushing yards. They're moving his line up. So looks like Hendo, yep. uh, Hendo's going to have himself a decent little day today. Um, yeah, it should be fun though, man. It should be a good damn good game, man. I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah, no, it'll be a, it'll be a really good game in LA. Uh, money's moving on the Bills right now. The spread is is widening for the Bills, so that's interesting. Yeah. I thought that that LA money would come in late and push things more the Rams' way, but it's looking like the Bills may be the favorites uh, on the road, which is surprising. You know, you see the Super Bowl champs yeah, at I, home. At is, home is very yeah. Super Bowl champs at home is not a bet I really want to bet against. But and then the other thing, I don't know Ray, if you saw this, Sean McVay five and zero no in openers. I'm not playing against the Super
0: Bowl champs, man. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. You know, there's going to be little games inside the game. Von Miller versus his old team. Get to see Von attack the tackles. How's that left tackle going to hold up now that Andrew Whitworth isn't there? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Bobby Wagner is on the defense. Did you hear Jalen Ramsey talking about Josh Allen? No. Jalen Ramsey, he got up there and they tried to ask him about Josh Allen. And he was like... I'm not about to big him up. Like, he's fine, but we're good, too. Like, he was just talking shit. He was like, I felt that boy, though. He was kind of like, I'm not going to sit here and praise Josh Allen. We're getting ready to face him yeah. tomorrow. Like, what yeah. do you want me to say? We're good, too. We got all pros over here as well. I'm Jalen Ramsey, man. I just, I love yeah. the trash talk. I, it, football is back, baby. Um, yeah. Tomorrow, we're going to get into... Th- okay. Oh,
1: go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Joe. I was go ahead. The last piece before we, before we move forward is Tredavious White is not active. Yeah, that's so a he's, big thing. It's a it's a big loss for the Bills, and so we'll see how they look outside, but Cup and A-Rob could do a lot of damage in this matchup when they do choose to throw, and that's part of the reason why I liked the running game for the Rams, because the Bills are going to have to guard more towards the pass to help out those corners. I think they'll play a bit more coverage early, opening up those rushing lanes early in the game, and so I think that's going to be a big factor here. Not having Tredavious White is massive for the Bills to not yeah. have him.
0: It's a big loss. Their number one corner is Kair Elam. Very talented young corner, yeah. but he's still, still a-, a rookie, and he's got a... Hold down one of the best wide receivers in the game, Cooper Cup, and probably good shot for bounce-back player of the year, kind of of Allen Robinson comeback guy. So, um, yeah, enjoy it tonight. It's going to be fun, and uh, we'll talk about it and a bunch of other NFL games tomorrow. um, But we're not going to really talk about a lot of college. The schedule was all messed up this week because of vacation and all of that. So just, like, the college football slate this weekend, it's not, like, really good. I want to see Alabama, Texas, so make sure – You're tapped in, and it's at 11 a.m. or 12 noon, big noon kickoff. So Alabama, Texas at 11 a.m. on Fox. I think it's going to be a blowout. Alabama should absolutely crush the University of Texas um, this weekend. Ohio State, they're not playing against anybody. You got Tennessee, Hendon Hooker. I kind of want to watch Hendon Hooker and Cedric Tillman versus Pitt. Kanata Mumpfield from Pitt. Let's see if they can get him going. With Slovis, that offense didn't look good at all last weekend. You get Missouri versus Kansas. You get to see a young, talented uh, freshman, Luther Burden versus Deuce Vaughn, somebody that we really like and we're kind of figuring out is that somebody we want to buy into for Dynasty because of the size, but one of the most dynamic running backs in college football, Deuce Vaughn plays uh, Missouri. That should be a decent matchup. The big night game, USC versus Stanford. Caleb Williams, the top-rated quarterback prospect, in my opinion, in the 2024 class. Jordan Addison, one of the best wide receivers in college football. Going up against uh, Tanner McKee, a quarterback who some people are saying is a first-round talent, should be a good matchup. And they've got a breakout candidate at running back, Emmett Smith's son, EJ Smith, who had a hell of a week one for Stanford. So that'd be a good game. Tap into that one. And then, of course, like the big one, like the big one that everybody should be watching at 6 o'clock on ESPN, is Will Levis versus Anthony Richardson. Kentucky and Florida, our or my top-rated quarterback in the class, fantasy purposes, Anthony Richardson is a different special cat versus another projected top-ten pick in Will Levis. I think that is the premier matchup on the weekend. Uh, You get to see Sean Tucker play UConn. I mean, other than that, a lot of just— I don't really care about Baylor and BYU, really don't yeah. care about Michigan, Hawaii. Uh, there's nothing else. Oklahoma State, Arizona State should be a decent matchup. But Florida, Kentucky, college football fans, non-college football fans, dynasty fans, that's the one you want to watch. Six o'clock on Saturday, Kentucky, Florida, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, the two teams that you want to watch. And uh what's up, Jay? You got something to say? Look like you had something.
1: Nothing? No, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm I'm pumped to watch a rich ball, man. In the yeah, swamp again? Going to yeah. be electric.
0: Yeah, that's the one that you want to watch. Uh, so tomorrow, we're going to go through our starts. We're going to talk some matchups, some plays that we've identified, some maybe some under-the-radar kind of players that you need to look out for. It's going to be all NFL, hot takes, bold predictions, looking at some of the lines. We're doing all of that tomorrow tomorrow. Uh, we might go a little later. I'd take the kids to school in the morning, Jason. We might have to start at like 7.30. Is that all right? That's cool. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Eight.
1: Get Give the people more time to wake, to wake up. up Ryan. To wake up. You to better get, try to get 500, 600 in here tomorrow. Yeah, we got a couple yeah. of super chats, so let's get to it. Rico's got us one right here.
0: <laughs> who would you start at Flex? 10 team people. Hey, that would be a fun Friday show if we just did like questions, Q&A, <laughs> like who to start and just talk starts and shit like that. That would be fun. Should we call it Count That Money? If they send a super chat in, yeah. Yeah, we'll answer all the questions. All right. Who would you start at Flex? 10-10 PPR. Akers or Bateman, Jay, since you hate Cam Akers? Who would you start?
1: You're giving me two players I don't like. Oh, my. <gasps> I who
0: think, do you like? Think, you don't think, You don't like Fields. Okay. You don't like Lance. You don't like Lawrence. You don't like Akers. You don't like Bateman. But you love Isaiah McKenzie. You love him. Give me Isaiah I McKenzie. Do. I love him. But you hate everybody else.
1: All right. So – in a 10 team, I think I'm starting Acres just cuz he has more upside and I think he has more upside for a touchdown. But outside of that, I don't I don't really think I – yeah, I think I would I think I would start Acres. I don't wait really I don't wait, really like Bateman.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Akers has more upside.
1: And you just I talked think so, about how yeah. little
0: upside he has.
1: I think he has little rushing upside. But I don't Okay, so we're talking about Rashad Bateman who okay, how many targets is he going to get week 1? How many how many is gonna get five targets in week one? Aren't they playing the Jets? Do you do you want the wide do you want the wide receiver two against the Jets in the Lamar Jackson offense? G- G- <laughs> I mean Mark Andrews is wide receiver one. Is he not? Is he not? I, I, I think Cam Akers has a good shot of a touchdown. That's what that's that's what I'm going with here. I'm going with who I think has a better shot of a touchdown. That's that's what it comes down to. I don't think either of them have a spectacular ceiling. I just don't. But I think if I'm going, who's gonna bet, who has a better shot of scoring touchdown? It's gonna be Cam Akers.
0: Mike Davis or Rashad
1: Bateman? I'm take he's the running back. I'm taking Mike Davis. If he's a starting running back for the Baltimore Ravens, I'm taking the starting running back for the Baltimore Ravens over their second Rico wide receiver. Bateman.
0: Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. Right. Here we go. Another right. one.
1: Here we go. Adam says Juju or Jerry Judy. Who are you starting, Jay? Juju. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I get, I get the rush revenge game narrative, but honestly, this Arizona defense is so bad. I think that Patrick Mahomes is good for three or four touchdowns in this game. Easy, 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 easy. Three hundred yards, four touchdowns for Mahomes could be three fifty. He's going to go off against Arizona.
0: I'm with you. I'm starting Juju over uh, over Judy. I like as Judy well. though. Judy got both of be. I think both are pretty good, but I, I'm with you. I think Arizona. Yeah, I, I'm starting I'm starting I'm starting them over. I'm starting uh juju over Judy, Jay over Jay. And Jay, you were off the chain this morning as the people. I got the you helmet, know, baby. You gotta protect me from the, the haters. Protect you from the hater blockers, man. We appreciate y'all tapping into the show. Make sure y'all get up tomorrow. We'll come a little bit later. I drop the kids off at school. We'll start the show later and we'll just go. It's football Friday, baby. It's football Friday. Let's get freaky. Let's have fun. The NFL season is back. Y'all are tapped in. We appreciate the support. Hit the thumbs up button, like, subscribe for subscribe and comment for the algorithm. We will be back. Wake y'all ass up, Reggie. I'm out. Peace.